Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Well, hi, friends. We are so excited for you to join us on the Dance Principles United podcast today. If you're listening to this live, we are just about at the end of launch week for the tribe. Tuesday, 3 p.m., the doors close to tribe, and we are so excited to be welcoming so many new members to the group. Make sure you check it out on our socials if you still can. But today we're chatting about our five top reasons you should be doing mid-year concerts. I'm obsessed with mid-year concerts, Beck, and you? I am totally obsessed and yeah. it blows my mind that so many studio owners don't do it. We we talk to people in the tribe all the time and they're like, yeah, we don't do a mid-year concert and that's crazy. And I think after listening to this, you guys will see our reasons why, for sure. For sure. We've been doing uh, mid-year concerts um, for about 19 years. I think we started them after our second or third year because... I very early on could see that, you know, netball, if the kids play netball, if they play football or whatever it is, they have these, you know, the parents have a chance to watch them all of the time and to keep seeing that like, you know, continuous improvement. And it just never made sense why dance, especially for our recreational dancers, only got to do that one concert a year. It just seems silly. Yeah, totally agree. And I think as well with COVID now, we need to be so much more on top of being in touch with our parents and making sure that they are a part of that dance journey because they haven't been for two years and they're probably still not as much as they could have been three years ago. So making sure that they've got that opportunity to see their kids and and be a part of that journey is it's invaluable. For sure. It totally takes us into our top five reasons. So reason number one, Beck. Yeah, so reason number one, exactly that. Parents love it. Parents love love to see their kids, yeah. They love to see their kids dance. They love to be involved in it. um, And they really, really enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. So we do our mid-year concerts, um, and we'll go through this a little bit more, but both Beck and I do like a very low-key mid-year concert. We're talking, you know, a school hall or a community theatre or um, we're using basketball courts now. Um, So super low-key, super easy, um, and we do really short concerts. Like we're talking 45 minutes, sometimes maybe an hour top. So I think that parents love that format where the tickets, are cheaper it's so much more casual it's not that proper big theater atmosphere that takes you know all the energy I guess yeah it's in and out um it's super convenient but they still get that concert feel where they get to watch the kids and the kids still get the concert feel to show that they're um you know show what they've been achieving in the last six months really for sure and I guess back in the day and probably some studios still do it we used to do like you know, uh, come in and do a viewing class or something like that. But I found that at our studio, especially, that just doesn't work because, you know, the dad wants to see it, the grandparents want to see it. And, you know, normally they're at work that, you know, that's a reason, you know, that they're being dropped at dance class. And usually it's because most parents are working in the afternoon still, or have errands to run or whatever it is. And it means so many parents, family members, friends, whatever, miss out on seeing that child perform. But on top of that, COVID regulations just make that super hard. 
Yeah, totally. It's also great for the kids to have something halfway through the year where they know they've got that thing looking forward to. When they've got the whole year to wait until that concert, that's a long time. Like I can't imagine, you know, you were talking about football before. Imagine if they had to train in football for a whole year before they played one game. Like that's never going to happen. So why do we make that happen with our dance kids? Like I think obviously they've got that exciting six months and then the next six months to the bigger and better kind of concert yeah it works beautifully for sure and you know back to that football analogy you know imagine how that footballer would feel if they you know trained every week for you know six months whatever it was then they played one game and they had a bad game which happens at our concerts it's no different you know something might happen perhaps they're sick on the day you know they might stuff up they might fall over whatever happens that's like a whole year worth of training gone so giving them smaller you know um shows it gives them more opportunities especially like i love it for the preschoolers where they can you know you can really see the growth in that six months mm-hmm. period from our mid-year concert to our end of year concert kids that wouldn't get on stage at mid-year but then love it at end of year you know you can see that so quickly with a little person yeah, we also try with preschool in mid-year, the teachers are definitely in front doing yeah. it. But then especially with the older preschooler classes, by end of year, we want them to be able to do a lot more of it by themselves. And we really point that out to our parents yeah. as well, that they can see that that independence and that confidence is starting to happen. Yeah, for sure. And you can see that huge growth in them. So parents love mid-years. Like, it is absolutely the highlight of most of my parents' uh, year. Most of my parents love it even more than end of year, I think. Totally. So mm. number two is additional revenue. Like that's a no-brainer really. Uh, and, you know, you definitely should be making money off your concerts. Um, Amanda and I do a lot of tutorials in the tribe about this. Uh, but, yeah, just getting that additional revenue in is so important. For sure. And, you know, we're a business, we've got to make money. Um, And having that chance to make some additional revenue in the middle of the year, you know, it can really help. Um, Whether it's a small amount or a large amount, and obviously, depending on your studio, um, is is going to change that. But you know, we need that to sustain our businesses. You know, we've talked about before that our businesses are so different to any other type of business where most of us are closed 12, 13, 14 weeks a year. So having something like the concert, which is basically going to, um, you know, create a couple of extra weeks revenue, I guess, for you and help you pay the rent through those close periods. Yeah, totally agree. And, you know, you can make lots of, you can make money different ways through your concert as well. So, you know, with your uniform sales, for example, which is our number three tip, Mm. I think that... Amanda and I both run our concerts so that we sell, so the kids wear uniform instead of wearing a costume. So it's not that extra expense for parents then, but it also means that every single kid in your school is now going to be in uniform. Yeah. And just making even extra money through that is great, right? Oh, for sure. And, you know, we do the same. So we do uniform for mid-year concert um, that they have to wear. So then we can sort of say, you know, there's no extra expenses in, in terms of that, Um but we do usually release a new item or something exciting coming up to mid-year and all the parents want the new one for that. They don't have to have it, of course. If their budget doesn't allow it, they can wear the old one. But, you know, if we've got a cool new T-shirt, all the kids are going to want that for mid-year. So that really helps. 
Yeah, we do the exact same. Um, and even like for the preschoolers, like just bringing out, it sounds silly, but just some extra scrunchy or bows that they haven't had before yet. Um, all the parents want to put the bow in their hair or want to put the scrunchy in or whatever it might be. So even thinking that much of what accessories they might like to have on stage, I think is, can be a game changer with that stuff too. For sure. Um, I was chatting to someone the other day who doesn't have uniform compulsory in their studio um, and we're talking about, you know, how they could start bringing it in. And perhaps this might be you. Perhaps at the moment uniform isn't compulsory in a day-to-day class. But if you do, maybe it's a great way to bring it in. And if this is something you're thinking of doing, you might like this tip, you know, where you um, start a mid-year concert. And yes, uniform's not compulsory in class quite yet. And maybe it's moving that way. But you make it compulsory for the mid-year concert and then they're all going to have it anyway. So it just makes sense to keep moving that way. So it's a great way to introduce that uniform component into your studio as well. I love that. That's so smart. And look, those of you who don't have uniform, like really start to think about it because it is such an amazing extra revenue stream. I also think it creates a community. It creates belonging. You know, I'm so big on uniform. I talk about it a lot because I feel like everyone deserves to be equal within Mm. that school. Um, And I was the kid, I always tell this story, but I was the kid at my dance school who was in the crappy Kmart leotard because I went to a ballet school and everyone else was in their beautiful block capizio leotards and that's because my mum couldn't really afford it and that's why I want everyone at my school to be in the same thing so that you don't have kids feeling that way like you want everyone to feel equal and people love to be a part of things also it's great advertising for you because when they leave dance class and go to the grocery store they're wearing your um, stuff all the time I know you always talk about your preschoolers in their purple tutus Amanda always we get so many people call up and go oh you're the place where I always see the kids with the purple tutus walking around woolies you know and I think that's such good brand awareness Um, but yeah if you don't have a uniform and you know maybe it's something you're thinking about bringing in perhaps just like a t-shirt that they all have to wear for their mid-year concert could be a great start Um, you know that they just have this you know one t-shirt they're all wearing it instead of costume for mid-year concert just with black bike pants or whatever that is Um, it can be a great way to introduce uniform into your studio so our top three tips so far have been the the parents love it oh my gosh they absolutely love it extra revenue for you because we all need it sometimes and uniform sales what's our tip number four beck Tip number four is it gets the kids more confident because the kids are going up on stage yet again, um, twice in the year if they're a rec kid maybe, but you know, the more you can get them up there, the better and the more confidence that it's going to grow in those kids. For sure. And that's what all of us aim. I know we're business owners, but most of us are dance teachers at heart as well. And as a dance teacher, when you put that hat on rather than a business owner, we want those students to be becoming better dancers, becoming more confident, becoming more confident humans and, you know, um, yeah, growing their dance ability. And by putting them on stage more times a year, that's what's going to happen for sure. Yeah, totally. And I I think they look forward to that so much as well. You know, I teach in primary schools as well as at my own school. And the thing the kids want the most is absolutely to get up on that stage. And you can make such a great big deal about it. You know, getting up on the big stage, I always say, and it's such an exciting moment for them, be it that they're in uniform or costume. It's it's such an amazing feeling for them. And you know the feeling they're going to have when they get off that stage and they've achieved that. You you really, you can't even compare that. Like it's, it's, 
it's such an amazing experience for them. So number four is definitely those kids getting more confident and, and loving that experience. Oh, so, so important because that's what we want for our kids. We all loved performing, you know, as kids. So as much um, opportunity to do that for um, these other students, it's great. Yeah, and let's be honest, it's great for retention as well. We all know that, you know, sometimes kids are getting a little bit sick of things by the end of year concert, Mm. for example, and then you know that concert's going to get them over the line to come back next year. But imagine if you did that mid-year, of course, that's going to get them over the line for term three, which is absolutely perfect. So our very, very last thing is brand awareness. Um, And I know you're all about this, Amanda, um, so I'll let you start this one. (laughs) For sure. And... I love the content that we produce at Midyear. I absolutely love it so much more than our end of year. You know, we all love the, you know, proper stage photography with the beautiful tutus and the awesome hip hop costumes and all of that, of course. However, at Midyear concert, my kids have uniform on, so I can use them to promote my studio so much better. Also, because of the different venues, Beck and I were just talking, My um, where we have our end-of-year concert is, you know, a proper theatre and they don't allow, um, you know, parents to take photos or videos in the theatre as an audience member. But when we do it for mid-year concert in a sports stadium or a school hall or whatever it is, I let the parents go nuts with taking videos and photos and they put it all over their social media. What better way of free advertising than that? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think like it's it's so important for us to remember that you can still get students in midway through the year. Mm. It's, you know, we, we have this mentality in Australia that you can just get them in January and that's it for the whole year. But I'm a big believer in the mid-year um, intake and how yeah. many kids you can get in there. And if all their friends are posting on social media about this amazing mid-year concert that they've just done and how much fun they've had, that's a great way for you to get all of those extra kids kids in in the middle of the year for sure so we strategically place ours um, because we do our big week of intake for mid-year the week after our mid-year concert because everyone sees it all over socials and then all of a sudden we're advertising that we're open again for enrollments um, and that really really helps us as well so if you and I know it's hard because Beck and I have talked about this before as well that sometimes as dance teachers um, you know we feel uh, quite protective of our um, choreography um, and all of that and don't allow allow um, parents to video things I'm so not all about that at mid-year concert because why stop them you know why not just say hey feel free we're so all about it grab your phones this is going to be a great moment take photos take videos and share them because you're giving me free publicity yeah, I'm I'm so all about it in general, though. I think, you know, it, holding on to that means that your business isn't going to grow as much as it could. And if people are going to copy, then they're the copier. Um, and I said this in a call today, like Marco Panzik said to me the other day, who's Paris Cab trying to be like Paris Cab? Who's Stephen Tannos trying to be like Stephen Tannos? Like, be your own self, go for it. And if people try to copy you, take it as a compliment, really. But I think putting yourself out there more, especially letting your parents put you out there more, is it's you're just going to get so much benefit from that. For sure, for sure. So we have a professional photographer come and just take so many like behind the scenes photos and, and make those magic moments at mid-year concert. You know, uh, the teacher high-fiving the student backstage or giving them a hug, you know, them, them running over to the parent who's been congratulating them. You know, we do the media walls and the balloons and the presentations and red carpets and all of the things and, you know, 
allow so many Instagrammable moments, I guess, because to me, that content that you create there is gold and I use that for a whole year. Yeah, and let's be honest, that's what parents love. I know Mm. that's what I love with my kids. You know, anything where we can take those photos and have that memory on Instagram or Facebook is is really what parents are after these days. And if you can help create that, your brand is permanently on their Instagram and Facebook. You can't ask for more than that, really. For sure, for sure. So if you haven't thought of a mid-year concert before, we would love for you to consider it. Um, both Beck and I, it's the highlight of our years. I love mid-year concerts so much more than end of year because it's so much less stress. <laughs> it's so totally. much easier. Everyone feels more relaxed. Um, so yeah, I love mid-year concerts. Um, if you haven't thought about it, we would definitely suggest that you think about a, you know, even just starting a small version. It's not too late to get ready for it. Um, even if it's just a smaller one to start with or just, you know, certain students or whatever it is. But feel free to drop us a DM on Instagram, Dance Principles United. If you've got any questions about mid-year concerts, we would love to help you with it. Have a great week, friends. We can't wait to see you on next week's podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.